0: All right, the news that came down was that the LA County Registrar of Voters has put out a press release and they have rejected the recall effort against LA County District Attorney George Gascon, finding 520,050 signatures to be valid, 195,783 invalid. The required to put this on the ballot was 566,857.
1: So there's, we're about 46,000-plus short, and they threw out almost 200,000. This is just an abomination. We're going to talk now to Steve Cooley, the former L.A. County DA, who is uh, one of the principals in the recall effort. Steve, welcome. What's, what went on here? What's
2: going on? Well, uh, we firmly believe that the registrar recorder uh, did not follow the law that became law September of 2020. We have evidence and admissions from that office that they used an out-of-date manual and they more than likely did not incorporate the new law, which uh, mandated that any signature was was to be presumed valid, that to invalidate it, the initial reviewer must go through a series of steps regarding signatures that tend to favor of being valid, and they can only invalidate based upon the standard of beyond a reasonable doubt. And that decision has to be reviewed, and two independent people must unanimously agree it was invalid. We think the registrar recorder did not follow the law, and we are going to court in the next day or so. We were trigger locked in this eventuality, and we intend to co- go to court the next day or so to prove that in court. And I hope we get Dean Logan on the stand and our witnesses from his office who will prove what I just said.
1: How, I'll grant you that, but they're claiming, and these are their numbers, that mismatched signatures only add up to 9,490. The bulk of them is not registered voters, and... People, people who, who signed, signed duplicate times—that's yeah. about a hundred and thirty thousand plus.
2: I would find that stunning. Uh, however, uh, if they invalidated individuals because they signed twice, fine—that's the law. If they invalidated people because they were not Los Angeles County registered voters, fine—that's the law. I think we're going to have to delve uh, further into this, get more facts. And we have a great legal team assembled uh, to do just that. King,
1: is there a way to review signature by signature, petition by petition,
2: to see what's valid and what's not? Yes, yes there is a right. Uh, the proponents of a, of a recall petition have the right to review uh, a registrar-recorder decision to invalidate a particular signature for whatever reason. and I'm sure call gascon people will be uh, exercising their right when it comes to reviewing the registrar recorder's decisions
1: what's your uh, perception of how how many of the uh, petitions were vetted by that outside company that the recall organization hired because it it I seems to me that organization know, should have picked up
2: most of this in advance i do not know the percentages uh, that broke down, but there were three sources of petitions. One, people responding to, a, uh, to petitions that were mailed to them at their home, at their residence address. Two, the paid signature gathering companies. And three, a rather robust volunteer effort of people concerned about uh, the justice system and how Gascon was dismantling it. So they had three different sources of uh, And the rate of validation or invalidation uh, from each source is uh, something, I think, that uh, I'm curious about.
1: Well, it seems like the percentage that they found in the the overall total was much higher than the percentage they found in that 5% sample that they took. And I thought that was unusual as well
2: i think the whole thing bears a lot of scrutiny um, the uh the fact of the matter is if that small number of uh signatures were invalidated uh, and and the rest were from duplicates uh and uh not a, not los Angeles county registered voters i find that really really hard to believe because i do know that the recall Gascon people went through all of the signatures and compared them to the Los Angeles County voter roll and they on their own eliminated duplicates. Uh, So nothing is adding up to me. I think we have to take a good hard look at this and and go to court uh, if we have grounds and we're going to meet actually uh, within an hour. Uh, to do well, just that. You know, options, but we are ready to go to court.
1: You know, a few years ago, Dean Logan lost about 118,000 people that were on the rolls yeah, in the 2018 primary. But they weren't allowed to vote uh, the day of the primary. And some of them never voted. Oh,
2: yeah, no, no. I, I, w- I was one of them. <laughs> oh, really? I've been, I registered for Vote in Los Angeles County when I was 21. And when I moved to Palos Verdes Peninsula, I wasn't on the rolls despite having registered. Uh, but that's the i mean he's got a sketchy background uh i don't necessarily trust him but i do trust courts of law if we're given an opportunity that's where i want to go and after a judge looks at it and says everything goes the up and up hey so be it we respect the law but i don't necessarily want to lay down because dean logan reaches a conclusion
0: all right steve hopefully we'll have you back on when you guys have your meeting and decide what your next step is Okay,
2: guys,
0: thank you. All right, that's former L.A. County District Attorney Steve Cooley and, of course, one of the prime people behind the effort to recall from office, the L.A. County DA now, George Gascon. And we got word that they have rejected the recall, claiming there were not enough valid signatures. And the bulk of them are people, according to the county registrar's office, people either not registered or who have signed duplicate. That's a big chunk of the rejected signatures. They rejected 195,000. And those two categories that I mentioned is about 130,000 of them. So you can see right there, as you pointed out to Steve, the mismatched signature category is not even 10,000. So it doesn't look like that is the problem with the recall. It was just that uh, people either signed twice or more times or were not even registered to vote. Maybe not anywhere, but certainly not in L.A. County. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on this, and we'll certainly have them back on when they come up with a with an answer to this rejection of the recall effort of L.A. County D.A. George Gascon.
1: John and Ken, KFI. Another dark day because the uh, corrupt L.A. County registrar's office has uh, thrown out the uh, petition to recall Gascon saying we're uh, 46,000 short. They threw out 195,000 signatures saying they weren't valid.
3: For many and it's reasons. not
0: the fight we thought we'd have. Let's be clear about that. All the concerns were probably around the category of a mismatched signature. When we talked to the attorney for the recall campaign last week, she said, well, they're using 2017 guidelines, but things change with some laws in 2018 and 2020. And as you can see from mail-in ballots, signatures just don't get rejected anymore. Well, in the case of the recall, they only rejected, of the total rejected signatures, only 9,490 for a signature mismatch. It's something different. It's not registered and it's maximum number of times signed or duplicate signatures, which together made up the bulk, by far, of the rejections. So it's probably a different battle than I thought the recall people thought they were going to have on their hands if. The petitions were rejected, so they can go. It says here they have 30 days to, uh, or sorry, a three-week window to review the registrar's findings. So they believe that they can use that to perhaps gather evidence for possible litigation. I mean, this one's not hard. You go in there and you say, all right, show me the people, the 88,464 not registered, and... Let's take a look at your uh, L.A. County voter rolls, and then I would call some of those people up if I could and say, "Did, did you know you're not registered?" Or
1: and, and check the the duplicate signatures, see if that's real. You know, there, there's probably, for example, if Ray Lopez signed, right? Well, there's probably uh, a couple of hundred Ray Lopez's in the county. You want right, to make sure. Sh-
0: isn't your address on there too? Yeah, but who knows? See,
1: again, government workers, recently hired government workers. You're you're you know you're dealing with the stupid class here. It doesn't mean anybody executed their job properly.
0: I mean, look at all well, the mistakes
1: they made. Uh, with you're the, also uh, the matching unemployment them office. up against
0: paid signature gatherers, which you and I know from the past can be very dubious. Oh no, oh, oh,
1: those people are sketchy too.
0: But I mean, I mean look who's at who's going to take that job, as you like to say.
1: Right. So the dopes in the unemployment office managed to blow over thirty billion dollars. Certainly, this crowd could botch up, you know, fifty thousand signatures. That but, may have been what happened. We don't know. But you, ha- you, have, you have to prove it. 32,000 have a different address. Less than 10,000 have a mismatch. Then there's these weird categories. Cancelled, 7,300. Don't know what that means. Other, nine thousand three hundred thirty-one. Well, Well, what, what, what encompasses other? I don't know. I mean, I can't even think of... Uh, outside of these top six reasons they give what what would be the next i don't know you don't know there's so much unknown here but they got to get to work fast if they only have three weeks and they they've got to get evidence when you go to court it is it's like the whole trump crowd right they they could be absolutely right and there was all kinds of fraud in the 2020 election except they don't have a whiff of proof not one thing i think they took it to 60 courts and uh, 60 judges threw out all their claims. All right. So it's as if you have no proof because no judge looked at it and said, hey, you got something there. No, you got nothing. So you got to have something in order to get a judge to say, wait, let's do a timeout. Let's uh, do a complete page by page review here.
0: Yeah. And you got to imagine, even though we believe this guy is a lunk, this registrar voter is Dean Logan, he knew that this is going to be watched very carefully. So it's unlikely it's an obvious botch job, but I
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You just don't know. There's so much money flowing around now. There's so many activist groups. There's so many ways to make stuff disappear. There's so much incompetence, which I often think is the biggest problem. I know it is. I know, I I I know, I know it is. There is not. I just had one today. I can't get into it, but just having to deal with application forms and having to deal with people verifying and people getting back and it was just it was just a grind for a couple of hours, something that should have taken three minutes. I have this when you deal with insurance. you have this when you you know you call about your your, your bank situations, mortgage situations. It's just anything that pops up on the radar that involves cubicles, paperwork, computers, forms. it's always a mess. It's always a huge aggravation. You got 400 government employees and you've got 700,000 petitions. Who knows?
0: It was a... uh,
1: Especially when the bias is to keep Gascon in office. That's the bias.
0: About a 27% rejection rate. Now, experts had said that with recalls, because they're tougher than just mail-in ballots where they just are comparing signatures. Recalls, it's because, you know, petitions get circulated... Everywhere, left and right, you have no idea really who's signing sometimes, and even that person may not know what they're signing. So the rejection rate is higher for recalls than, say, a general <laughs> election with ballots that are mailed in. Uh, but and as I said, one expert said 20 to 30 percent are rejected. Well, As I pointed out earlier, the Chesa recall, apparently 34 percent were rejected. Probably a lot of people didn't realize they don't live in San Francisco ter- territory, but they must have had a nice margin, nice cushion because they still got it on the ballot. Right, with with this rejection rate,
1: they needed probably, you know, another 60,000 signatures uh to to collect it, right?
0: Right. They probably needed to get close to the to 800,000. They had right. about 717,000 right. so turned in. It, the, the
1: the what's really important is to vet the signatures beforehand, and they supposedly paid a lot of money to a professional company that checks for exactly all these objections, whether they're registered or not, number one, whether there's duplicate signings, whether the address is correct, and on and on and on. That company should have done that. Why did that company miss so much? Because if you know you're falling short, uh, you know, a month in advance, then you could go crazy and try to get the last 60,000 signatures, whatever, whatever it is you need.
0: Yeah, If I hired a company to do that, I could see a 10% miss rate, but a 27% miss rate? Shouldn't have happened if if you're pre-vetting.
1: That's That's... what made me feel confident that we were going to get there, because we had over a 20% cushion, and they were vetting it. So it's like, well, that that seems like we're likely to
0: reach it. I don't think so. Uh, it's, uh, It's a bad deal.
1: You know, and and you know, we're not we're not talking about you know a legislator here. We're talking about a guy who's actively letting murderers and would be murderers run free, and people are really getting killed. They're really actually dying. Just for starters, just and then all the other crimes. It's 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 terrible. It's terrible, wow. and I you know I I I, 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 I want I want you know Steve Cooley's guy is the most uh, one of the most trusted people that that we've encountered, you know and and he is e- exceptionally competent at what he does. But there's other people in the organization. maybe they didn't do their jobs. Maybe the vetting company stunk. Maybe the signature gatherers were uh, were were dodgy. I
0: don't know many possibilities. It's a lot of money too that went down the drain. They raised millions right for this effort. and uh... All to no avail. All right. When we come back, well, there's been some pretty horrible violence in Tijuana to the point where I don't think anybody should consider crossing the border right now for a little vacation trip. We'll tell you what it's all about. That and more coming up. John and Ken show KFI. All right. Well, now we take you across the border where one of the big international stories is a new surge in violence in cities in Mexico, particularly more recently in Tijuana which is just over the border from San Diego, thousands of National Guard soldiers have been patrolling the streets. Armed and hooded criminals shut down the city. The night before, they forced people off of public transportation. They set taxis on fire. Fifteen alone in Tijuana. Now, the origins of this, depending on the news story you read, supposedly comes from a cartel I had not heard of before, the Cartel Jalisco Nueva Generación. And they actually put out a message on social media telling people there's a curfew. (laughs) Go home or you're going to risk being attacked. The cartel informs the public. Yes. Yeah, well, because they... That's what we always say, they run things. Many people close their businesses... There Apparently, there were fiery demonstrations in Baja, California. There's also been mayhem in Jalisco and uh, a couple of other places. This has been going on for weeks, but this flare-up in Tijuana really got attention because that's a popular tourist site for Americans since it's pretty close across the border. Um, but the one I should tell you about, John, that's particularly worrisome Apparently, last week in Ciudad Juarez, four employees of a radio station broadcasting a live promotional event were killed in shootings outside a pizza store. How about that? So, you know, we got to be careful when we do our... uh,
1: (laughs) We're not going to be going to a pizza store. I know. (laughs) In Mexico, that's not on the... All they were uh, doing was a radio
0: promotion. They got caught in the... uh,
1: did, the cross they, violence. Did, did they get caught in the crossfire, or uh, had they yeah, made, no, uh, they're, they're innocent. Yeah,
0: because they kill
1: lots of journalists in Mexico.
0: I think uh, this was like a music station. I don't think it was in. It
1: but they was, didn't get their request played. I...
0: No, I think they were just in the wrong place at the wrong wow. time. And sometimes these cartels, it appears in these stories, are fighting each other, and people are getting caught in the crossfire. There's one woman who just said, "Let them kill each other, but leave us alone." Um, people in Mexico are pretty used to uh, cartel violence.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, once once you have a criminal organization that gets big enough and rich enough, and their tentacles are spread wide enough, it's it's like the mob was in New York City for many decades. You know what I'm watching? I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen the the Offer? It's a it's a mini series about the making of the Godfather.
0: No. Didn't really have a lot of interest. I heard of it, but...
1: Ah, It's really, really good. And it brought back a lot of memories of growing up in the New York area in the 1970s. And I realized as a kid, I knew the five, the names of the five mob families. And they were on television all the time. And I recognized these guys as they were depicted in the movie. And I realized, I guess as a little kid, I kind of thought the mob ran New York City. Because a lot of politicians really seemed weak and ineffective and New York City was bankrupt and ridden with crime, but 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 the mobsters seem to be know how to run things, and it's the same thing in Mexico. The drug cartel guys—they know how to run things. They 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 have a great industry. They employ thousands and thousands of people. They make billions of dollars. It runs exceptionally it's well. Just because
0: they kill people in their way. I mean, it's pretty simple when yeah. they don't play by any rules. Sure, but it works, huh? doesn't it? If we would allow our government to execute people again well we do want our government but they refuse to do it because they're weenies yeah, yeah no you can it, get your way if you rule by that kind of force yeah but if it, there it, are real consequences it, to your <laughs> misactions
1: right gets, but there is there is a certain appeal to it which is why the mob was never hated so much as it was admired in a way you know nobody nobody wanted to admit it but it's like wow those guys, those guys know what they're doing. They get things done. They're, they're making money. You know, the, the government doesn't run really well and efficiently, but the, the mobsters, they don't put up with anything. And well, I, I think there's the same kind Tijuana, of respect in Mexico for the cartels.
0: Yeah, the area around Tijuana, which, of course, borders Southern California, is apparently a big drug trafficking corridor. It's been long dominated by a cartel called the Arellano Felix. Felix but now it's become a battleground. Between that cartel and Jalisco and Sinaloa, and I guess this new one that I mentioned a few minutes ago seems to have entered the scene, too. That president of Mexico, this is, I call him AMLO, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. He was supposedly going to, you know, they always say this. We're going to do something about the drug violence and the drug cartels. If he actually did, he'd get killed. Probably not yeah. they, they, they have no problem
1: assassinate they assassinate lots of politicians and lots of journalists who uh, who look like they're going to get
0: in the way yeah apparently he's been criticized for a strategy of hugs not bullets. he proposed a form of amnesty for drug cartel thugs mm-hmm. right <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise you get you get the you get the
1: uh, you get the bullet in the head. Well, they don't kill the president usually, because they the mayor all because over that country. The president always goes along because he's get you know they all get, they all get money on the side. When you're worth when you're running a corporation worth billions of dollars, and you need the president to go along, the president gets a check, lots of checks, yeah. hidden in bank accounts, God knows where. So
0: the uh, mayor of Tijuana put a video on social media attributing the events to organized crime and asked citizens to remain calm. She then added that Tijuana citizens should not have to pay the consequences of people who didn't pay their bills, which many took to mean that those two did not pay extortion fees to cartels. That seems to be what she believes is uh, instigating some of the violence. She basically admits that there are are fair targets and unfair targets, said one critic. She seems to acknowledge that there is space in Baja, California... For people to engage in back and pay, payback, as long as they fight each other and leave ordinary there, citizens alone. There you go. So it's it's it's
1: an acknowledgement that this the cartels are here to stay. They're part of the fabric of the country, and as long
0: as they just oh, it's kill a big kill part, each part of other, the economy.
1: A big part of the economy, yeah. Well, because all the all the
0: I mean, if it was – just wasn't, like exporting people to the U.S. is a big part of the economy because they send money back what, home. What would these people do for work if they didn't work for the cartels?
1: Yeah, I mean, be, they're, they're, they'd be coming here. They produce. We buy billions of dollars of their product. Billions of dollars. That that means they employ a lot of people, so the distribution works. So we get our supply of cocaine and meth and pot and whatever else. It's funny how just nobody really talks out loud bluntly about what, the, what, what it really is. It's one of the oh, biggest export industries. Makes everybody a lot of money. The government is totally comfortable with it. And uh, that, that's, that's their choice. That's how they choose to have a country. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get disenchanted with our, gov- with our government system. I mean, our system doesn't work very well.
0: And apparently, after we, you know, sort of legalized pot, what yeah. the cartels did is they set up their own illegal grow operations in California so they yeah. could take advantage and be right here with oh, their
1: product. And those, those absorb a lot of water. You need a lot of water to grow pot. You do, and yes. I, I'm wondering if our government is going to be uh, uh, barging onto the property of the drug cartels, and and remember that story in Calabasas where water officials would show up and they would install oh, yeah. the water police something to severely restrict the flow to like one
0: sixteenth of its. Normal... Oh yeah, that's right. They yeah. can put on a device. Yeah, th-
1: they're going to uh, do that to Mr. Drug Cartel guy. Uh, <laughs> they're going to cut off, uh, you know, 90 percent of the water supply to the pot farm. I don't think they're doing that.
0: Yeah, because usually these illegal grows are way out there in the wilderness. Where I don't know where they're getting the water from. That's a good question.
1: Oh, I, I know up in Northern California, up uh, way up north towards the Oregon border, uh, up in the the mountains there, they 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 have gigantic pot farms that uh, all
0: kinds of people run. All right. When we come back, well, John, there's one. Good story for you today. Just one. Mm. Sorry. Been a lot of bad news, like the walrus dying and the recall effort against Gascon failing. So no, no. I have to give you something. Walrus
1: story is the worst. Ah.
0: <laughs> Johnny Ken show. KFI. The prosecutors in the case of that traveling nurse that killed all those people by ramming through the intersection in Windsor Hills, mm. the fiery crash. Her name is Nicole Lorraine Linton. They introduced uh, a number of prior incidents today concerning the traveling nurse, Nicole Linton, which includes mental breakdowns, jumping on police cars, and jumping out of apartment windows. She apparently had been involuntarily committed on a number of occasions. Holy jeez. Wow. (laughs) This is all about trying to keep her without bail pre-trial. How many windows can you jump? out of and, and still be around. not have a detail here of how many times this happened, but... But, but no, She's serious. suicidal, she's... I, so that explains why she went 100 miles an hour and rammed through everybody. No, she's insane. This time she took her suicide to a different level. And Of course, she, she didn't die, they did. She's insane, and she never
1: had to pay any consequences. And she never got any, any effective treatment. If there is... I mean, a lot of insanity you can't treat. But...
0: Well, I promised you one good story for today. And it's the fact that the attempted assassin of Ronald Reagan, John W. Hinckley Jr., who was freed after 41 years of oversight from the court and the mental health system. He had plans to do concerts at a club in Brooklyn, New York. I know that appalled you. They canceled them. He's not going to go there. Citing safety concerns, threats directed at them online, this music club in Brooklyn. They canceled a small sold out concert in July. He wanted to perform 17 original songs, he wrote. It's a lifelong dream for the 67 year old. Wow. You know, who began playing the guitar when he was a teenager. That bullet missed
1: killing Reagan by a tiny fraction of an inch. And it did kill and, his press secretary. And it did. Oh, yeah. and uh, Brady. It took, took a while, but eventually killed the press secretary. You know, if Reagan had actually been assassinated, there'd be zero chance that Hinckley would ever be free. Oh, Of course. Whether right. they declared him insane or not insane, he, he'd be locked up. The idea, because the bullet randomly missed by this tiny little bit, I mean, went into his chest, came very close to his heart. You know, they, of course, they...
0: we say that if it happened in California. I mean, Sir Sirhan Sirhan be working his way out of prison. So
1: yeah, I I know he killed RFK. I mean, it's just just outrageous that he gets to announce a music tour, and 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 it was sold out. It was a small
0: club. He has several. He had several others planned: Chicago, Hamden, Connecticut, Williamsburg, Virginia, but they all canceled for similar reasons. So his whole little concert tour for now was done. Well, who, who bought tickets for that? Uh, I don't know. Did I guess either people that were interested in the bazaar, maybe even reporters bought some of the tickets so they could sit there and write about it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I like they, they, have, a, they have a quote from uh,
1: a piece written last year by Patty Davis, one of Reagan's daughters. She wrote it in the Washington Post. And she said, and, and this, this ought to be framed for all, virtually all these criminals. I don't believe that John Hinckley feels remorse. Narcissists rarely do. And that, that is one of the most misunderstood or least understood aspects of human nature. That people who are sociopaths, psychopaths, narcissists, there's no remorse that ever enters their brain. They can be coached and taught to imitate remorse. To say remorseful things, to have a remorseful look, but they don't actually feel it. They don't have that little part of the brain functioning properly that makes you feel sorry. Because if you had it, you probably wouldn't have done it to begin with.
0: He's apparently very disappointed. He doesn't watch television. He isn't interested in learning what people say about him. I don't read up on that at all, and I don't want to know. But apparently this club in Brooklyn got enough threats, they decided it really wasn't worth it. They oh. didn't say it was because he's an uh, assassin. They just said it wasn't worth it to have him there.
1: Right. In other words, the problem are the people calling in the threats. The problem isn't them hiring no. a, a wannabe presidential assassin. A murderer, right? No. That, that's not the problem. The problem is all these mean people uh, online.
0: Good Lord. He's apparently had uh, people do. He's posted songs to YouTube and Spotify, and people are listening to them. I
1: <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's like a ghoulish thing. I could see college guys saying, hey,
0: look at this. The guy who shot Reagan, hey, he's got some songs. You want to download them? 30,000 subscribers on YouTube and more than 15,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah. yeah but you the, don't you... pay for that, do you? Subscribers? Uh
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works. I, bet, I wonder if he is making money. There's all that's, kinds of idiots making money on the internet. Yeah, that's, that's a scary thing. All right, uh, what do we have? Oh, you know, there's a lot of idiots making money here, too. Uh, yeah. You know,
3: I thought that, but I didn't say it. Oh. <clears throat> but, but I thought you are you, I, I thought you were looking at me when you said that. <laughs> uh, Steve Cooley's coming on tonight, former L.A. County District Attorney, to talk about the recall of George Gascon. I guess that was successful, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't read anything today. Something going on? <laughs> uh, Jamie Farr from MASH is coming on. Huh, yeah. at, at 7.05, um, which is uh, kind of cool. And then we have a high school teacher coming on at 8 o'clock. He also runs the Marine Corps League in Ventura, and he's doing a, a 13 Souls run in Simi Valley uh, on August 27th for the anniversary of the lives lost in, lost in Afghanistan. So that'll be cool. We'll talk about that. But who do you guys blame for this? For the, uh, the- I I really wonder what went in what went on internally with this mm-hmm.
1: recall organization. Well, look, they, they, they should have been able to smoke this out, you know, a month, six weeks in advance. That many people weren't
0: registered to vote at all. Wasn't that easy to pick up? Do you believe the
3: numbers, though? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe anything anymore. Well, look, it's uh, like my buddy of mine said, it's a marathon. You can't run twenty six miles with ten pounds of crap in each shoe. Yeah. Right. Wow. So eventually, this all gets weeded out.
0: Yeah. What an yeah. insightful no, buddy. We'll find out.
1: <laughs>
3: And that is true. What, what he said. That's right. Yeah. That's He's true. a track guy, so he yeah. talks in those kinds <laughs> talks of terms. In those kind yeah. Of, yeah. Really, metaphors.
1: All right. Uh, Conway's next. Dig dog. Uh, Dig dog. Mike ding ding has down, the news. Let's go. KFI KOSTHD2 Los Angeles, Orange ding County. Live yeah. everywhere in the iHeartRadio app.